0: Hey there, and thanks for joining us for the Weekly Grind, a podcast where we work out the topics that shape and influence the culture, community, and church of today from a biblical perspective. I'm Ben, here with my pastor and good friend Chip. He's the lead pastor, and I'm the worship pastor at the Napoleon Church of the Nazarene. Today on the podcast, we want to talk about prayer. If you're listening to this podcast, it's most likely something that you believe in, but how well are you living it out? Pastor Chip walks us through the Lord's Prayer and gives us some framework as to how to better live out a life of prayer. This is the weekly grind. All right, Chip. Well, summer's upon us, and I was, it's funny. I was just having a conversation with somebody this last week at church. Um, one of the one of the couples that do our coffee ministry, and they've got a son, and he's in. Soccer and baseball, and all sorts of things. And we were joking about, man, you know, we look forward to summer, we look forward to a break in the rhythm, and all this stuff. And it's like, man, May and June, I mean, it really picks up it does. and schedules pick up, especially if you have four kids and you, three involved, in <laughs> and three involved, and another events. one tagging along because right. she's she's little still, but. A lot of time at the
1: baseball diamond.
0: Yeah, yeah, and around the church, we've got we've got vacation Bible school the first week in June, and then we've got some other district things on a bigger um, stage that we're that we're a part of, and it's like, man, you're into July, and then we five k five k. So there's so many things that. That are in front of us that, you know, you feel like you're going to get a a reprieve. You feel like you're going to get a little break in in everything. But really, it's just a change of pace and it just gets crazier and crazier. Isn't that life though now? It is. That's our reality. It really is life. And and then before you know it, it's it's mid-August and you're having to prepare for school. And so let's just take a breath and let's just talk about something that I think we we all agree i mean you and i obviously do but i would say everybody listening even agrees with and believes in but but actually executing and 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 practicing in the, the discipline of making it part of your lifestyle is something that uh, can be challenging True. with all the craziness and that's prayer. And so share with me a little bit about what's on your heart share with us about yeah. about about your thoughts on on prayer and it just just personally,
1: and then as, as a pastor, lead pastor of a church, um, always trying to seek out the mind of God, vision, where do we need to go, what's yeah. primary, where do we need to... And just been, again, brought back, as it happens so often, to where's prayer in this equation, and are you leading your organization with prayer? Are you leading your personal life with prayer? And so we kind of at the church we we're doing we're in the middle of this trying to to get people to take five the take five initiative, yeah, just to to give five minutes a week to the church so that we kind of saturate uh, the church with prayer lead with prayer, um, but it's just kind of got us talking about and thinking about once again, wow we all we all believe this we know this, and yet it's so easy it can get pushed to burner. the back burner yeah. And we we assume that it's necessary, and yet, like you said, executing it is another story. And um, I just reminded in Scripture, in all things, at all times, be praying. Ephesians says, First uh, Thessalonians says, pray without ceasing. Ceasing, yeah. Always be praying. And yet, for me, I look at my own personal life, and I know when I talk to my friends, people I pastor. Uh,
0: very difficult
1: to to keep a consistent, vibrant prayer life.
0: And even as a pastor, it doesn't it doesn't no? It's not a ticket to making it easier. As far as I mean, we 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 both have lives, we both have families, and all these things, the same kind of things that you know.
1: Well, and sometimes you're around do. spiritual it's, things so much yeah. that it kind of fills in your mind. The void of do I need this to pray? This false sense of, yeah, that's it, yeah, a false sense. And, um, and I can look back over a week and realize, mm-hmm. well, I was surrounded by spiritual things talking about the soul and uh, spiritual li- Christian living, and yet authenticity though wasn't there,
0: yeah, or you know, that really that leading everything, yeah, yeah, and yeah, this is this is. This is for us today, just as much as it is for anybody listening and watching.
1: And I think that's what we wanted to do, was just have this podcast, if we're talking about kingdom mindset, biblical perspective, and as we do this week in and week out, we're going to talk about truth and how it, it is lived out in our lives, it would be really good to remind ourselves, though, that as believers, we are energized, empowered, strengthened, And even wisdom is given to us as we navigate our life, as we pray. Yeah. And as we spend time with God, talking to Him, but also listening to Him. And we were reminded of a series we did uh, a few years ago here about, okay, yeah, I hear you, Chip. I know I'm supposed to pray, but isn't it... Like, have you been there before? Like, you take time out, you actually put it in your schedule, Mm -hmm. you get quiet before the Lord, and then you're like, what am I supposed to say? Cricket. How do I do this, right? Yeah. Or I've prayed for everything and it took me two minutes. Yeah. Everything I could think <laughs> I'm of, I'm done. I'm done. I still have three <laughs> minutes on my little five-minute timer that I set. That's right. And, and so Jesus did an yeah. amazing job of kind of giving us a structure. When you pray, this is how you pray. And so that's what we kind of want to look at today. Mm-hmm. It's familiar to all of us, right? Um, we called it 66 words that you need to know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's the Lord's Prayer, right? And a lot of times people think that's some kind of liturgical thing that you just recite in church or at a special event, uh, at a funeral or a wedding. Uh, but actually, Jesus gave it to us as a model, a structure mm-hmm. for how we are supposed to pray. Yeah. So let's take let's let's jump into that, right?
0: Okay, yeah. You want me to go or do go for to, it? I'm fired up about it. S- I know you are. Yeah, <laughs> we were just talking about this yesterday, and you're just you were just rolling. So I don't want to slow you down. Yeah, I just think the picture of it, the structure of prayer it, it, in the Lord's prayer,
1: is perfect for us to understand how to pray. Um, yeah. Our Father, right? Yeah. What is that? What is that screaming relationship? relationship yeah. Right. Yep. And in prayer, the first thing I realize when I'm coming to the Lord is the relationship I have with him, yeah. what he's done, how he looks at me, uh, grace, mercy, uh, forgiveness, uh, new life. And so coming into prayer, it's not necessarily I need this, 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 and this. Every time I pray, I start with the realization that I'm coming to my Father and as I allow that to permeate my mind, as I get quiet in prayer, I take a moment to realize I'm His child, and that should breathe confidence, security. It should build faith, right? Yeah. My Father, our Father, um,
0: and in that and in that sixty-six words series, you kind of you kind of use the phrase, uh, "Prayer is born in relationship." That's right. And so and that's exactly what it is. It's it's recognizing we're not praying to some distant
1: that's right.
0: um you know, transcendent God. He is transcendent in over all things. Right. But the way Jesus models it's right is our Father. That's right. And the intimacy
1: with that. Just as natural as Keegan or Sage or Colby mm-hmm. uh, and coming. Yeah, Selah yeah, for me, but then yeah, Judah is going to be doing this. Yeah, as natural as he walks into the room you're in and says, "Dad, yeah, can you help me with this, or can I get this, or can we do that?" Just as natural as as that would be because that uh, relationship is established. That's and how we come into prayer.
0: It's amazing in your different seasons of life how how God reveals Himself and and shows Him to you, Himself to you. And these last seven months, I've, I've learned more about God as father yeah. than I've ever understood in the last 30 years of my life yeah. because of the love that I have for my son and the way that I see him. And how much more does our heavenly father right. love us and look after us? And so for me, yeah, he's this. This really hits for me, and it has in a in the corporate worship setting on Sundays too. Is just where you know maybe it's a, a word or a, a phrase that we've sung, and and I'm just I'm I'm just hit all struck with the love of the Father in a new way. Yeah, for,
1: so. it, it is. I I've experienced those that the same feelings uh, as I've moved into that yeah. season of my life, and and then guess what. That'll only get deeper and deeper as you deal then with a person that's <laughs> forming and developing their own personality and <laughs> way. And how you're yeah, right. Yeah. Like how do I how do I navigate this with, oh, with yeah. my child? But oh, yeah. it's amazing. And it does give you so much of a deeper appreciation for the Father's love yeah. and his patience. Yeah. His wisdom with us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when we come into prayer, our father, and then it says, which art in heaven, yeah, or who art in heaven. Hallowed be Thy name.
0: Yeah, begins in worship.
1: Yeah, hallowed that 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 it, it, it's the idea that Sacred, as I'm coming into holy. His presence, I can come into His presence because He's my Father. Yeah, but it is that transcendent feel, bringing the reverence. That's understand right. it. Yeah, that's right. It's both of these. Yeah, this isn't Grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't the some <laughs> figure in the sky with the white bear. This is the transcendent, holy yeah. God of the universe, all powerful. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's because of relationship, we come before this incomparable God, but we come with confidence.
0: Boldness. We remind,
1: yes, because of relationship. But we remind ourselves, anything I ask, there is nothing impossible with Him. He is the creator, designer, sustainer of this whole world. I mean, Colossians tells us that he holds it all together. Mm -hmm. And when I'm coming to him, I'm realizing I'm talking to the source of all things. Hallowed be thy name. And so worship just floods my heart, um, and I'm lifted up to a place where I'm not talking to you, Ben. Mm -hmm. Much as I like you, you don't have these kind of resources. You're not this kind of being. He is worship. He is the one worship
0: is simply ascribing worth yep. towards something right. or someone, and that's what we're doing when we're when we say, "Hallowed be His name," or or um, we're we're ascribing worth to Him. We're we're bringing adoration. We're we're recognizing Him and affirming who He is in Isn't our life. Isn't such a cool way to start prayer, though? Mm-hmm. Because like I'm a child, really sets the foundation
1: before this this God. And our confidence can be sky high as then we begin to release our burdens and our concerns and our worries. It's a perfect model of, in the context of who you're talking to, tell me what you got going on. Yeah. And our faith can be sky high. He can take care of this. He cares about me. And uh, what's interesting, though, is We're not even to my life yet because Jesus is then saying, your kingdom come and your will be done. And in prayer, there is a move toward not only relationship and um, worship, but there's this idea of I am about something bigger than my little world. And what God is wanting to do in this world, how he's wanting to redeem and restore, I always need to keep my focus on I'm a part of something bigger. And before I start praying about, God, how what decisions should I make with this? I remind myself, God, I'm a part of your kingdom first. That's even bigger than what I have going on in my life. You're using me in that, and help me to remember to pray that your kingdom would come and your will would be done. Yeah,
0: it really brings us to surrender. And this is where bringing kingdom perspective into our current culture, because everything that you just said, so much of that is counter to the American culture of I'm in it for myself. I'm, um, I'm, I want to, you know, me, 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 what can you do for me? That's the way we're marketed. That's all of these things. You deserve this. You need this. Yeah. You earn this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's so contrary to that. And that's where, Throughout Scripture, constantly, especially Jesus, He just flips everything upside down. He He was all about the kingdom. As the king, He's calling His people
1: to live in a reality that the systems and the governments and the cultures of this world are going to change and ebb and flow, but we are about something that's eternal in character and nature and it is life-giving to the world around us. That's changing and it's empty and void. And so every day I get up as I'm praying, Lord, help me be a part of that everlasting, eternal kingdom. Help me to value and be about those things that are eternal truth. Yeah, because this, this lifetime come, is a speck. Done. That's right. In the, in the timeline of eternity. And then it starts to kind of shift, right? Mm-hmm. And I love this part of the prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Again, there's this humility in prayer. God, I realize I need your grace and help. And it's on my mind. I'm not coming as entitled. I'm not coming as I've earned all this. No, God, just continue to pour your love and mercy into my life. And out of that, help me to exhibit that to to the relationships I'm in or yeah. the people I know or work yeah. with, and I, I love the the humility of this phrase that structures our prayer. Yeah,
0: God, I just need you. It really draws out a dependence.
1: Yeah, abs- absolutely. Uh, give us this day our daily bread. Now we're starting to move into a lot of times where we f- mm-hmm. first of all go. Yeah, Matt, like, Give us what we need. <laughs> give us what we need. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? There's or nothing what? <laughs> There's not, There's nothing wrong with asking God for that.
0: I think this prayer shows us. But look how far down we are in, in the prayer right. that Jesus modeled before we even get to that.
1: And what's cool is by the time we get to that, mm-hmm. our confidence should be sky high in I'm a child. Yeah. I'm coming before the transcendent, holy creator God. Yeah. I get to be a part of something bigger than my own self. He is forgiving. He is patient. He is kind. In the context of all that, God, I'm
0: depending on you to meet my needs, to work out my life. Uh, You're right. And the the intent here is at this point in prayer, hopefully our hearts are beginning to become calibrated to His, to become the same heartbeat as His. That's it. So then our needs and our wants and our desires become the things that He desires for us and from us.
1: That's great, and uh,
0: so now these are the things that we're that we're petitioning, we're we're asking for after we recognize that that dependence. And then there is a sense as he finishes that prayer. Okay, this is who you are.
1: This is where I've come. I, I've always heard that in this prayer, there's past, present, and future. Yeah, right. And I'm leaving prayer, asking God to lead me not into temptation, to 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 know the path that I'm supposed to take, to guide me to help me to avoid what would trip me up. And there is a sense in prayer where as I get up and start my day, God, would you guide me through this day? Would you yeah. help me to avoid this or that yeah. or the other? And uh, this is such a beautiful structure yeah. uh, of prayer. And, uh, you know, I, I like the phrase, as a body needs oxygen, so a soul needs prayer.
0: Hmm.
1: And again, back to the New Testament. Pray always. Be always praying about everything. The lifeline of our spiritual life is in prayer. I mean, it's the way that His grace, His love, His mercy. As we open our heart to Him, as we have this fellowship with Him, uh, that creates life. And um, I can't, I cannot exist without oxygen. Right. It's gonna be about yeah. three, four minutes, and yep. you're gonna be calling a squad. And you're into eternity. That's right, <laughs> but spiritually, <laughs> yeah, really, the way we're fashioned, we we cannot exist. Yeah, we cannot be alive, vibrant, without prayer. Yeah, and, and so Paul
0: reminding us, um, you know, to pray continually. That's in, right, and how that looks. So, and we'll get into that. But um.
1: and Jesus said, get in your closet at times. Paul says, pray everywhere you're going, do everything you're doing, and being able to develop that ability when I'm in the car or as I'm walking into a meeting or as I have a moment at home with the kids to just have this open interaction with the Father. And I need your help. I need your grace. Does
0: my phone keep going on? Well, but I was just actually going to use phone (laughs) as an analogy because... What is it that we continually keep in front of us to engage our thoughts and our minds? That's it. You get a free minute and boom, my phone's out of my pocket and I'm checking stuff. Yeah. And the, and 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 I think I think that this is human nature. I think God designed us to to be engaged. Right. But to be engaged with him. First. First. Yeah. First and foremost. And so maybe maybe right before I pull that phone out. Maybe I just maybe I just quickly just go to him again and just uh, just go before him and yeah. and just uh, commune with him, talk with him.
1: I think I think those are those are the things that he's wanting to develop in our lives. Like a, yeah. a easy, quick, natural dependence on him.
0: And this doesn't mean on your knees, on the floor, Eyes closed, whatever. I pray when I'm driving. Right. I'll pray for a lot of times. I pray for our city when I'm driving, yeah. because you're you know you're going past houses and you're going past um, businesses and people. Um, maybe it's just sitting in the waiting room. Yeah. Maybe it's you know whatever it is. There's something that you can be lifting up before God. Yep. Somebody that you can be lifting up before yeah. Him.
1: I, I think you were we were talking about this yesterday, and one of the things that I think guides your prayer life. Uh, An acronym that I actually um, am familiar with and have used, uh, but it's easy to remember, and we're all about that, right? I need Mm -hmm. that, um, is the ACTS acronym. ACTS, Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, kind of off the book of Acts, too, that makes sense. And it flows, I think, into the structure of the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. It it mimics that. Yeah. And so you just want to share for a moment what that looks like, what ACTS is. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's a guideline for you when you're praying. Yeah. So first like, word is adoration, right? And just simply this is acknowledging who God is, yeah. putting Him in His rightful place. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the Lord's prayer, we remember that it's born in relationship and begins in worship. And there's a sacredness to the person we're praying to, but also um, there's a nearness, there's a closeness. Yeah. So we're just we're just again ascribing worth, letting God know we affirm that you are. Lord of all things, that you're our Father, but that you're Lord and of a uh, King of the universe as well, mm. and so really it gives us a place to start, a place to start from, and then second is uh is confession, and and again it's it's confessing that you know we've we've fallen short in the things that we've done, the things that we've left undone. We are, um, we are human. So often we we fail. We come short of the things that we're trying to eat. Maybe even it's just falling short of prayerlessness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. So it's it's confessing. It's acknowledging pretty much before God, hey, this is where I'm at. But, uh, but I have, I've already acknowledged who you are and that you're greater than this. Mold me. I confess. I repent. I turn from that. And now would you would you mold me? Would you shape me? So we have Adoration. We have confession, and then uh, third is Thanksgiving. T is Thanksgiving, just thanking Him for who He is, and what He's done, all that He's done for us. Right. Which is so much. Even if you're having a horrible day, (laughs) the the list is endless on the things that you can be thankful. Think about
1: pray without ceasing, in everything, give thanks.
0: Give thanks. Yeah.
1: That's exactly right. There paired together matches a praying person is a grateful person. Um, It flows hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Changes our perspective, right? Like, I can look at a situation in my life with negativity, or I can be grateful in that, Mm -hmm. and it changes the way I deal with that, interact with that. Um, Yeah, so having an attitude of gratefulness in prayer is huge. Yeah. He's done so much.
0: And then the final thing is supplication. That's S. And supplication is simply um, interceding for others. It's it's seeking God, asking him to supply you your needs, your wants. Again, we talked about hopefully our hearts are calibrated to yeah. his at this point. Yeah. And so the things that we desire, the things that he's instilled in us that we yearn for, um, Lord, would you grant these things to be true? Would you make these happen in my life for your kingdom, for your glory? Yeah.
1: And again, and lead us not into temptation. Mm -hmm. Give us our daily bread and lead us not into temptation. I I am depending on you. I need you, and I'm crying out to you. And uh, yeah, I think that's just an easy way to form and structure our prayers, just like Jesus showed us how to pray. I think I would just finish with this thought. um, Why should we pray? Is it that important? Kind of... Tying this back up at the end. I think the number one reason why I know prayer is essential to my life is Jesus prayed. Jesus believed in prayer. Jesus, the Son of God Himself, prayed to the Father. Often in Scripture it would say He would actually go away and pray all night. If He knew the necessity of prayer yeah, and depended on prayer, how,
0: how much more do we need? That's right. Someone who's fully God and fully man, right? And how so he models
1: for us the need for prayer in our lives, and then he goes that extra step and shows us what it can look like. Mm-hmm. And um, our hope for you guys is, just like us, Lord, help me to pray. You've taught me how to pray, Lord. Help me to pray, and to not allow the pace of life. The distractions of our circumstances, our situations, the hectic schedules, um, all these things. Plus, the enemy of our soul knows that if he can get us to not pray, then we're gonna lack power and wisdom and grace in our lives. And we're gonna be fearful, worried, hurried, anxious. Yes, people, yeah. I think about um, Paul saying, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer Prayer. and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And so we hope this time has just been a good reminder uh, to you. It was for us. And to us. Yeah.
0: Lead with prayer in all seasons. Yep.